Do you want to know a secret? Secret. Do you want to have a secret? A dirty little secret. A secret that you build and share with your spouse? A secret that's so magical and so intimate in ways you could only imagine? Oh, come on, wink, wink. You must be the smallest bit curious. Shh. Marriage has a sexy new secret. Secret. A relationship accessory of sorts. The secret fulfills the wife's need for a deep emotional connection with her husband and the husband's desire for his wife's trust and respect. Come fall down the rabbit hole where Mr. Fox and I share our secret. Our secrets, they will inspire you to explore, create, and build marital sexual magic and better your communication skills. Let us take you on a journey that leads you both to what you desire most, a sexy, successful marriage. So pick up that bottle that says, drink me, go ahead, toss it back. In other words, drink the Kool-Aid. We can give you all the edge without you or your marriage ever getting cut. Greetings from LK and Mr. Fox. Today's sexiest marital influencers and marriages wonderland, resident fox and hare. Today, we are your host and hostess to your favorite flavor of erotic madness, marriage's sexiest secret. Are you ready to experience the chase into married dominance and submission? Come with us down the rabbit hole and into the fox's den. Welcome to Marriage's Sexiest Secret Podcast. Today's Voyeur's Glimpse. You know you want to peek inside. Wink, wink. We have a very special guest today. Our sexy resident workshop elf, Rianne, and her sex machine and sir, the Greek god, Sir Erebus, are our guests on the podcast today. We will be talking to them about their couple's workshop and their personal review of the sex machine. Also known as the fuck machine. Maybe you don't even know what one is, or maybe you've seen them and want to learn more about them. Either way, our guests today have done a lot of research on the topic and also own and use and love theirs. So get ready to rev those engines. Let's go. LK here, your resident intimacy coach and marital influencer. Just wanted to remind everyone that I offer life energy coaching with a main focus being intimacy for individuals and couples. I mentor coach our startup method of DSM, walking you through how to begin a DSM dynamic. I offer sessions for situational clarity, meaning that I'm helping you get through any situation in your intimate journey, vanilla or twisted. I can help you find answers to even the ultimate question. If DSM is for you and your partner, you can find more information at secretintimacycoach.com or sign up for a session right there. You have direct access to me through submisses.com discord community. Hope to chat soon. I just want to thank you guys for being on our podcast today and sharing your experience and your thoughts with the fuck machine with LK and I and everybody listening to the podcast. 
Yeah. Glad it, to be here. Yep. Happy to be here. So one of the things that LK and I were talking about is how amazing and professional the entire setup was. I was so impressed with just the way that it came out. And uh, it was amazing because this Erebus is your debut, right? That is. It was my debut. So were you nervous about it? Uh, not really. I present for my job. So, That's right. You know, for me, it was. I treated it exactly that way. It was uh, another uh, product demo. Yeah, you can tell. And I mean this sincerely, and you know me pretty well, so I don't give compliments unless they're sincere. <laughs> so, but I really mean it. I mean, it, it really showed. You look totally natural, like it was your 105th episode of A Fuck Machine. Yeah, very so, natural. It was yeah. pretty good. And uh, so, Rianne, I'm wondering, with that said, you've always been the toy elf here, right? Yeah. So you never had anybody with you sharing the stage. So was it difficult, like, doing it with another person, or was it... Was it just natural because it's Erebus and you guys click together anyway? Well, it was very natural. I just shared uh, my outline that I use every month for my toy reviews. And I told them we kind of follow the same format. And I literally just put in the notes, Erebus will talk right now. <laughs> you know, so there wasn't a whole lot of pre-planning and he did a great job, just jumped right in, and he knew all the technical aspects and some of the things that we worked through, and it worked really well. That's interesting because, uh, like, I didn't even see the notes, really. It looked like you guys, had, if, if that's the case, like you'd practiced it a hundred times. I mean, it just looks so natural. Yeah, the presentation was a 10 for sure. Yeah. And, and when you say, too, he knows all the technical stuff, if you guys could go back and see it for yourself, I mean, it was just great. but. It makes sense, Erebus, because you say that that's what you do, right? You're you're making presentations and talking about technical data and things like that. So, exactly, came out really nice. The other thing that struck me was uh, I loved what you guys wore. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you have on, Erebus? I had my my cult T-shirt on. Yeah, it says "Ask me about my cult" with our with our logo on it. I loved it, loved it. Yeah. And then on the back it says "Be one of us." Yeah. <laughs> and you then, all want to be one of us. Yeah, that's right. And then, Rianne, I love your outfit too. You wear the same thing when you do your reviews. Yes, I do. I'm the toy elf, so it's all about being an actual, you know, Christmas elf. So I wear my elf hat and my my elf t shirt, and I do that every month. Yeah, I love it. You guys look great. the The whole thing looked amazing. I thought. Thank you. The, Very good. The setup, the lighting, the sound. I mean, it was incredible. It was also um, a couple's night. Spirit uh, night. Spirit's night. Spirit's night, yes. Okay, what is Spirit's night? Spirit's night we have once a month where the whole community gets together and brings their own spirits with them. Sometimes we have a toast and sometimes we just get toasted. It's a lot of fun and it kind of pulls people out of their shell and we get people talking more because the spirit kind of helps them along and this month, we were, you know, very happy we could combine Spirit Night with our workshop and to have the dominance or the, you know, the dominant partner's view on the toy was super valuable. I feel like that yeah. really made a big difference, especially in something like a fuck machine where we're not so much controlling it, but your partner's controlling it. Yeah. Yeah. 
It is bringing back memories now. It seems like a long time ago when we did it, even though it was a week or two ago. But I think I was the only one in Spirits Night that was drinking water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I was on the road. Yeah. But Erebus so. was drinking something really special. I was a Celtic honey. Mm-hmm. Or my Celtic honey. Yeah. 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 I believe you said it was actually from Ireland, right? It is. Yeah. So like, it's a, a honey based a whiskey. Yum. Yeah, I can't wait to try that. Yeah. So you'll have to bring some over, Erebus. <laughs> All right. Where do you get it? Uh, we actually bought it at a store locally here. Okay. So kind of nice that they had it. I, I accidentally ran into it, but it sounded good and it's very good. I, I look forward to drinking that. I seriously do. We'll toast some. Spirit night. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Ireland, I think I'm going to be in Dublin, Ireland on Wednesday. Oh. For about an hour. Well- <laughs> For about an hour. <laughs> but nonetheless, I'm going to be... It sounds so much more romantic until he says, for about yeah. an hour. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, it sounds like you're jet-setting all over the world, seeing yeah. all these things. But yeah, yeah for, for about an hour. But I'm going to be there. That'll be great. Yeah. Um, oh say hi God. to everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Rian, you always crack me up, too, because I remember. So what, what was your drink of choice that night? Well, actually, it was Celtic honey as oh. well, but with uh, some cranberry. cranberry juice in there. Oh, okay. Not I, my, but I did have, I did bring out my, I think I did, my wine straw. Did I show my wine bottle? Yeah, my yeah. wine bottle straw. Yeah. Absolutely. That's what I remember is the straw. Yes. Yes. So, so my big, long straw that fits right in a wine bottle. Yeah. And then it's like your own very special sippy cup. It is. You just keep it in the in the refrigerator door. Yeah. And then take your sip in the kitchen. Yep. Could have a lot of fun doing the dishes then. It'd make the dishes much more tolerable. Yeah. Oh, it sure does. <laughs> Grandkids call that her special juice. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah, I like that. <laughs> special juice for sure. Yep. I like it. That's funny. Another thing about that chat that I remember that I found amazing. Kind of cruel in a way, but not really, kind of something a dominant would do. Definitely something Erebus would do. And I know this for a fact because he did it. <laughs> but it's like the practice makes perfect, right? So right before you guys came on to do your toy review on the fuck machine, Erebus had a, I, I don't, I was going to say quick. I don't know how long it was, right? I really don't know. But he, it wasn't quick. <laughs> <laughs> so he wanted to make sure that all the details were fresh in his mind and right. in Rianne's mind that way they could give a proper review and not leave anything out so you I was it. lucky my brains weren't scrambled so they were but I faked it really well that was working on your feet like you really you know did not notice that you had just basically had a wonderful scene and yeah. trying out the actual machine that you were focused on that evening I don't know how that conversation went, but I could see if I said, no, okay, we're going to try this out. We're going to use this real quick. I could just see her saying, no, no. And I'd be like, no, really, you know, get in there. Let's go. Well, there was a little bit of that. When I said it initially, she's like, what? <laughs> I said, yeah, I mean, it, it makes sense. You know, practice makes perfect. And to me, if I'm going to talk about the technical details, I need to make sure I test all the ways I can control this with, the, you know, the manual dial and with the app and it just seems logical to me to, to work through it, literally. Absolutely. I mean, if you were going to present at work, you would do the same thing, right? You just wouldn't show up right. in the parking lot and jump out. You'd kind of review your notes, go over what you're going to talk about. Yeah. It makes yeah. perfect sense. 
first I thought it was cruel, and then I thought, no, that makes perfect sense. That was a great idea. It was borderline cruel. I, I would never, I would never do anything cruel like that. Oh yeah, I'm a nice guy. No, nope, that's got Erebus written all over it. I no, think it was great. I think it was very clever. I think it's perfect. Well, I have to admit I did enjoy it. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll admit it. It's okay. Yeah, I did. So Erebus, one of the things with you is that uh I know that you spend a fortune in toys and that's <laughs> probably why you guys became the toy elf. I say that seriously. I I have a lot of money in toys and I've been doing this a lot longer than you and I think you have more money in toys than I do by far. That's saying a lot. It is really saying a lot. Like I don't know anybody that has more toys. But it's perfect because she's a toy elf and she loves, you know, giving and getting gifts and that's her love language. So it's perfect love language for the thing we do. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. That does work out for us. Yeah. And it's not like you both aren't going to get a little pleasure from those presents. Exactly. But again, I think it fits right with who Erebus is. Like it's his research, right? So for example, like, and I know you have several manufacturers that are close to the same, but so how many bad dragon dildos do you guys have? Uh, We have five or six of the bad dragons. Right. And then you have another manufacturer, sort of the same thing. And you have how many of those? (laughs) Yeah, that's Pleasure Forge. And we've got, how many of those? Seven, I think, of those. Well, right. So this this proves yeah. my point. Like, if I had a bad dragon dildo, I would be like, hey, I've got a bad dragon dildo. But Erebus's mind says, oh, my God, I got this one, but I'm going to have to do the research and compare it to this one. Exactly. This one. And then, oh, they have another model. And then they have. Yeah. So, like, like you are deep into research on toys. Yeah. Like, yeah. legitimately, it's just who, who else would you want doing, yeah. you know, doing a toy workshop <laughs> than the person that really has the items and are using the items that's the best person to to have as our workshop leaders so yeah exactly first-hand knowledge right and and you are right where i research them because i i look at them and say you know whatever manufacturer is making them hey we have something that already looks something like this or is similar to this so let's get something different so all of the ones she has which i believe the total of 13 of them now, something like that, 13, 14. But they're all different. They're fundamentally different. So it's a different look and feel, different textures, different firmness, you know, uh, different sizes, that kind of thing. So that, you know, it you can keep a, a lot of, uh, I guess, vary things quite a bit, right? Mm-hmm. So it's never a boring time. And there's enough that you can cycle through them and never feel like, you've done this one, you know, too many times or whatever. So it's important to me to make sure that she gets a lot of variety like that. Yeah. Which again, I think LK was just saying, that's what makes you guys perfect for this because you're not doing that to come on our podcast and um, talk about them. Like that is authentically who you are. Like it really is research. Yeah. And like what value or what can I get out of this product? Mm -hmm. And let me, let me try this one because I see something else I can do. And then the other thing that makes you amazing that I think most people would be super interested in is that you're always looking for a value. <laughs> like you're, yeah. you're not just like, well, that one's, you know, whatever, the most expensive, it must be the best. You're always like, well, wait a minute. Well, how can I get that? Right. And not, mm-hmm. not break the piggy bank. 
Yeah. One of the things on submissives is sometimes the most inexpensive little toys or tools are sometimes the best. Like, I think we have a, you know, probe that has been our favorite thing for the last 10 years. And, and it was like, I don't know, maybe (laughs) $12.95. And it's a piece of glass and it, you know, it's been our favorite, one of our favorite. It stays in the, in our top 10 all the time. So. Exactly. And like you, like Araba said, variety is so important. That's what I think mm-hmm. is so valuable about what Rianne does on some misses every single month is we're bringing people variety so it doesn't get boring. And then, of course, we know that a lot of times the the submissive partner brings the toys to their, you know, sir and says, hey, let's try this, you know, and then they're mm-hmm. ordering away. And how many times have you heard? The ladies come back and say, oh, I got this, yeah. you know, that we reviewed two months ago. Exactly. And I love the way that um, everybody will ask questions or give their input. And it's, you know, it's like it's live and you have real experience. And so then they bring all that information to their sir. OK, this is what I heard at the review. And this is what. You know, Rianne said this was her experience. This is what her sir thought of it. And then maybe some of the other ladies already had experience with it. So they would, you know, also uh, write on submissive to their opinion and what happened when they used the toy or tool. And I just think it's wonderful. And so many people have bought that toy after we've had the review. Yes. Yeah, and then they rev- you know, uh, Rianne always asks them to review it in the discussion forums of the workshop and the g- workshop group. And yeah. um, oh my goodness, I think what is the the is it the thumper? What is the oh, one the, that we reviewed oh. a couple months ago? That has just yeah. What was the the, the yeah what, yeah. yeah the ass thumper maybe yeah. that yeah with the handle with the handle. Yes. Mm-hmm. How many people yeah. <laughs> lately, yeah. Rian, have like bought that piece? Like, yeah. I mean, I think at least five or six of the ladies in the community have posted that they have bought that in the last yeah. month. Exactly. Exactly. And then shared their experiences. And even though there's a primary purpose for a toy or a tool, everybody has their own experience and maybe they use it a different way. And just the ideas that we share, I'm like, oh, yeah, I never thought of it that way. Uh, that's what I love about it. So it's this is a really fun job doing this every month. Well, that's the power of community, right? Mm-hmm. You get different perspectives. Uh, even when we did the machine the other night, there were some people that already had it or some people that had others. So it was nice to hear how they use it and, you mm-hmm. know, both good and bad experiences they had with it. it makes yes. everyone better. That's one of the things that went through my mind is that people brought their machines to share as well. Yeah. And it wasn't just the same machine. It wasn't just, you know, the Highsmith that you guys have purchased. People brought other ones and they got to talk about the pros and the cons of what they purchased. So it Mm -hmm. was, you know, it was way more information even than just the one Highsmith. Right. So I I find that like you're talking about community and I, I just find that information so valuable, like where to begin, right? And it, how to use it, like Rianne mentioned. Oh my right. goodness. Like there's things that of course went through my mind because I just like basically said, Oh, what about this? But um 
it was amazing. Like they have the stand up attachment to that, which I had no idea, mm-hmm. you know, so it, that was super interesting. And the retrofitting that Erebus has done, which I'd like him to talk a little bit about that. Um, and I like that had never entered my mind that you could maybe retrofit some of your specific favorite dildos for yeah. those machines. So Erebus, you want to tell us a little bit about your yeah. retrofitting idea? Like, where did it come from? Like, what made you think of that? Uh, well, I'm an engineer. And so when I <laughs> saw a need, I have to find a solution for it. And what I saw was that one of the attachments that we had bought did not work well for her. Uh, and for her, it she couldn't handle the textures and stuff on that one and the material it was made of. So uh, we actually went out the next day to one of the local uh, adult stores and found one that would work for her based on, you know, size, shape, you know, the it was much smoother, that kind of thing. And so I just started thinking, well, uh, the one that we purchased had a quick lock attachment. And I saw that it's basically the same material. So I was able to pull that quick lock attachment out, take the new dildo that we bought, drill it out to about inch and a quarter depth and put that quick lock attachment in it. Uh, and it worked perfect. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of the way my brain works. I'm a problem solver. <laughs> I love, you know, re-engineering something in that way that makes it so much better. Like you can use dildos that are specifically the most pleasurable to you yes, or your partner. I just think that's great. And I think especially these things are expensive. So you had one yeah. that you couldn't, you couldn't use it. So, you know, it was, it didn't have any value to you and you adapted it. I mean, well, it you adapted little, pieces of it. It was disheartening at first because, you know, you decide on this big purchase and it's a lot of money and Arabus did a lot of research and we're all excited. And then using that dildo was, it just didn't work. It was not comfortable. Too many textures, material didn't feel right. And I was totally bummed. Of course, I was, you know, thinking, oh, this isn't going to work. It's a waste of money. Not Erebus. Huh. Let me think about this one. And he even changed some things up on the fly and was able to adapt temporarily so we could really get some enjoyment out of it the very first time we used it. And then his engineering mind went to work. And, oh, my gosh, it is it was heaven. Right. And it made the money that you had to spend on such an item so much more worth it. Oh, yes. Because like we keep saying, it's a high ticket. It's probably the most expensive, well, probably close to the most expensive item that you will purchase during mm-hmm. your what you do. So like we said, we all do our research. And that fact that you can retrofit with that machine mm-hmm. is a big star. That's one of the things I was going to ask, Erebus. Like, how did you, I don't know if you remember how you began the research or if that's not even a good question, maybe it would be like, what attracted you when you started looking at it? What were the things, because I don't know if we said it or not, but you guys own a, it's a Highsmith fuck machine. Yep. It's a Highsmith. What were the things that attracted you to this one? Like what was standing out in your mind? Cause it's a big purchase. Like, so what were the things you're like, this one's the one I'm going to choose. Well, so I started looking at very specific things. I, I looked at, uh, you know, some of the other people, like you said, brought theirs. 
And I did look at those two, the, the different uh, brands. And what I started looking at was what makes it useful for me? What makes it uh, what I think would be the best uh, to adapt for our situation? Number one. Uh, number two is durability of the item, right? So as I started looking and I started researching other people's reviews too, and uh, I found that some of the, the less expensive ones, you'd read about things like the motors burning out or uh, they weren't very adjustable, or they were pretty flimsy. They didn't have any weight to them. So the more I started looking at this one, uh, it uses a really nice DC motor uh, that should last you a long time. Plus, if it were to burn out after the warranty period, you can buy just the motor for it. So you don't have to throw the whole thing away. You can buy replacement parts. Um, And then for functionality-wise, I like the idea that there's a a reset, right? A, a regular manual dial that she could use or I could use. Uh, but it's, you know, it's pretty linear. So it just either makes it faster or slower. But I love the fact that it had the app and the app can make it variable um, so that it can go not only fast and slow, but it'll, uh, it'll change up the rhythm any way you'd like in the app. And there's, in the app, there's community uh community uh, programs that people have made so that you could go and it's pretty much hands-free then. So I could say, okay, I'm going to do this program for 20 minutes. And then it freed me up too. I did not have to control it all the time. So then you can have, you know, get me more involved depending on what we're wanting to do. So to me, those were all really valuable. Um, And when it all came down to it, by the time uh, I added the different uh, attachment kits and stuff, because like I showed, we have one that you can use even suction cup dildos. There's a quick uh, vacuum lock attachment that you can use for, again, adapting to, you know, even maybe dildos you already you own. So I looked at, okay, it makes it really easy to use a lot of different items on this. Uh, I really liked a lot of that. Uh, and then, they they ran some pretty good discounts. Uh, and so by the time you got the discounting done, it was in the same range as some of the, the less expensive, less durable machines. One of the things you said that I was thinking about, and I didn't know this because this is a huge benefit, but you said that if the motor burns out, right, you can actually get mm-hmm. replacement parts, yep. which I had no idea, but that adds a ton of value that your big investment now isn't in the trash can and you're off buying another one, right? Exactly. But like when we kill a Hitachi wand, we throw it away and we buy another wand. Yep. Mm-hmm. I was thinking burning out the motor and I'm thinking Rianne's probably sitting there saying, yeah, I'll burn this motor out. Yeah. <laughs> like, I hope yeah. I burn it out. Yep. <laughs> it would be what I would say. Yeah. That's my goal. <laughs> yep. Yes. And the other thing I want to clarify, because uh, I didn't know that when you did the chat, I don't remember that part, but the app, when you were talking about the app, I thought that it was amazing because it's not just a linear, like you set the stroke uh, length and right. a certain speed. So it's just going at the exact same pattern. And then like you say, if you want to do something else, right? If you want to make it a, a DP or a spit roast or something like that, right? A monogamous mm-hmm. fantasy exactly. that yeah. you can't get any other way. This is the only way to create that monogamous fantasy that I know of. I don't know what else you could do. I mean, I guess... I guess there are other things, right? Maybe a suction dildo on a wall or something like I yeah. don't really know. But um, this is the true, like you're being worked. 
from both ends. But the app, if I understand it right, when you explained it the other night is like somebody goes in and sets the parameters. Like we want it to start off at this speed or this rhythm. And then yep. it's slowly, it's like a whole journey of somebody mm-hmm. controlling it. Yep. But when I say somebody, it's just an app, like somebody created yep. it that isn't involved, right? You just go download this yep. journey, if you yep. will. There's different samples out there. So people will name them, you know, like one will be like realistic or one will be like, uh, anal beginner or whatever. And so it'll again, very, not only the stroke speed, but it'll do, uh, the frequency too. So you can, you can see it. Sometimes it'll ramp up literally on the app. You'll see it ramp up, ramp up in speed and then fast strokes and then pull back and forth and then drop down maybe to lower speed again and be constant. Mm-hmm. So it'll do these constant and then you can have it like, like let's say a sawtooth looking uh, program. You'll see it literally kind of go up, down, up, down, up, down really quickly and it'll pull it in and out faster. So it's not just a constant stroke. It's mm-hmm. uh, And you can create your own program. Uh, so there's just a lot of them out in the community, but you can create your own based on whatever, mm-hmm. you know, you may, may like. It's very realistic that way. Yeah. You know, it's just not right. one speed, you know, it's just like with your partner, it's variable, it's different. And so I like that part. Yeah, that that's so important because I think during a scene, that's one of those things as a dominant you have to figure out, right? Like Like mm-hmm. when it's going on. Even when things are great, if you just go, oh, it's great. I'm not going to make any changes. Eventually, you know, her mind begins to go and it's like, well, you know, it would have been perfect if you would have moved me or whatever. Yeah. And as a dominant, you're constantly doing that because you don't want to change it too fast, but you don't want to change it too late, no matter how good it mm-hmm. is. And and if it were the same rhythm all the time, it seems like it would almost go on or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So and predictable. And the unpredictability yes. is the, is real exciting. Exactly. That's a great way to put it. So when I'm looking for one now, it's got to do that minimum for me, mm-hmm. right? Because I know it's out there and I know I can get it for the price range of what other, other And it's something our are. couple should look for, yeah. you yeah. know, like something that can be programmed or has a program. We thought that, that was does that. well worth the extra cost. I love the app idea because when you were um, presenting it during the, the video chat, you were talking about being able to do it from a distance from online. So uh, I think everybody knows I travel quite a bit and that would give me, you know, an opportunity to be able to do something with LK while I'm 4,000 miles from home, which I thought was great. Yeah. For traveling uh, partners. I -hmm. think that would be a great option as well. Yep. So you could, you know, use some kind of video chat app too while you're doing it. And uh, yeah, obviously it's not, exactly like you, but it's just like you being. Yes. So right. Controlling it. And yep. because I think from the app, I have the same control, right? I can either select somebody else's program or I can go in and control Correct. it myself. Right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yep. Not as good as being there, but for somebody that's gone so much, like it definitely would add a completely different dynamic than what I have now. Exactly. So I thought that was amazing. Yeah. That would be exciting. On a personal level, like, what do you guys think is probably the biggest reason that couples consider a fuck machine? Uh, probably, oh, I think the monogamous DP and spit roast and some of those fantasy type things. There's just a whole lot of different 
things you can bring into the arena. And and I would say also, I mean, you know, you, a lot of times you don't like to think about it, but, you know, as men, there are times that we may have physical difficulties too, right? So because of health reasons or what have you. Yeah. And I think this is a nice way to augment uh, your relationship if you're not able to, for whatever reason at the time, if, you know, had surgery or been ill or what have you, you can still satisfy your partner in a way that's somewhat realistic, mm-hmm. which I think is, you know, very important because it, it keeps, uh, I think, the couple together. in even though it may not be exactly physical touch, uh, I think it's important to keep it together emotionally and sexually like that. Wow. I was thinking mostly what uh, Rianne said, but I mean, that's mm-hmm. super powerful, I think. Right. And again, I mean, maybe you, you know, uh, maybe you start off fine, but your scene is an hour long or two hours long. Right? Yeah. Like, I mean, what a, what a great way to enhance it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, I mean, you're still getting the intimacy yes. of, you Touch know, and... penetration. I mean, you're mm-hmm. still getting that intimacy and that's what I, te- I just say it over and over on some misses all the time that most of our couples, what you would term midlife and there's health situations like Erebus mentioned, and a lot of midlife couples will just let their sex life dry up into a raisin because like they mm-hmm. don't, they, they're embarrassed about the situation, but I encourage everybody. So what, mm-hmm. you know, like ED happens, it hap- yeah. I'm going to tell you, it's not, if it happens to you, it's when it happens to you. Yeah. So I'm just saying that, you know, this is this machine and, a dildo or no matter what it is, if you just keep it in the nightstand mm-hmm. or under your pillow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, pillow. <laughs> like in, in those moments when something fails or even, you know, even if you know this gives you an option to keep that intimate feeling between one another. Because mm-hmm. that that is like the jelly, the peanut butter yeah. and jelly we talk about. Like that's the jelly. Like that mm-hmm. is what keeps things sweet. You know, you don't just want peanut butter. You want jelly too <laughs> under your pillow now like my yeah. mind I, I picture how lk is gonna grow this and like i'm picturing my mind now it like mounted on a tripod like you know like back in the day with rambo and they got the 50 caliber on a <laughs> tripod right. like one of those <laughs> and peanut butter and jelly on it. <laughs> so, yeah, i'm yeah. not sure how peanut butter and jelly fit in there but yeah. i'm just saying like you know you uh, it's so important to keep that this machine is like Erebus mentioned, will keep that intimacy. You mm-hmm. need that penetrative. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying just figuratively, but like literally right. you need mm-hmm. to have that with each other. And I think a lot of men get mm-hmm. very uptight and very upset if things aren't working down there. And it's like I said, it's not uh, if it's going to happen to you, it's a when it's going to happen. It's going to eventually happen. And this is a tool literally to keep mm-hmm. things fresh and, you know, make sure that you're still getting that real intimate. Yeah. Cause the intimacy is still there. I mean, you can still it ball is. her hair up in the palm of your hand. You can still be giving her orders. You can scratch her back. Yep. You can touch her. I mean, the right. intimacy yeah. is still there. And just seeing how much Erebus enjoys watching me enjoy myself. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. is, you know, I mean, that is a huge turn on. You know, and whether or not he's, you know, actively involved at that moment, he is just so excited about watching me enjoy myself that it just takes it to a whole nother level. 
Right. And I think we've all as dominance been there, just like holding a wand, for example, right? Mm-hmm. We, we like need a third hand. So I would think that just being able to have that penetration going on and stand up and think, okay, now what am I going to do while that's happening? Mm-hmm. Right. Like it's that. Sometimes your third hand doesn't work. Right. You know? <laughs> I'm just but saying I mean, like so sometimes reasons. your third hand can kind of let you down. That's why we have these machines and it's so important like all these toys we've mentioned, mm-hmm. I mean, Rand, I don't, I can't think of anything we've mentioned that couldn't take that place, you well, know, when you need it. Yeah, and I'll say that, I mean, yes, we're talking specifically about the the fuck machine today, but I, I would have to encourage any dominant listener to this that, you know, don't be afraid of these toys. I mean, uh, I've talked to men, and a lot of men are afraid of it. They think it's going to take their place, and that's not the case plain and simple, because as a dominant, it's still our job to control some of these toys, right? To, to dole them out when and where they need to, to happen. So you, don't be afraid of using any of these, you know, these toys, these marital aids, right? Because at the end of the day, it's still the way we want to use them, right? So don't be afraid of them. I, I've heard too many people like that. That's great advice. Yeah. And I think as, you know, most women, I could say we've talked to, Rhianne and I, Mm -hmm. we wouldn't even get the toys out if we didn't have the partner. You know, I think a lot of, a lot of us feel like that. Like I'm not, not that it hasn't gone through my mind to get the stuff out and use it, but it's Mm -hmm. so much more pleasurable with your partner. And especially with this thing we do, we want somebody to control things. Yep. So I think that's really important to know that, yeah, it's not going to take anybody's place. It's just an enhancement. And it's control in a good way, by the way, not not controlling, right? Yes. Control in the good, fun way, the sexy way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't ever feel like I have to go to the cabinet when he's not here or whatever, unless he tells me to do something. That's the only mm-hmm. time I do that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like when you talk to other dominants, yeah, like it's not going to take your place. And I think I that's what I, that's very common, serious fear yeah. of husbands that, well, if I buy her like a 12 inch dildo, she'll get used to that. And then she's not going to like mine anymore. Right. Well, <laughs> that's just not, that's somebody that hasn't put it to the test. Exactly. In and, my opinion. <laughs> and that's why on all of the toy reviews, I always include uh, Erebus's opinion about that particular toy tool and and how we used it, what he liked, what he didn't like, just so everybody has, you know, some firsthand knowledge of what my dominant thought about that. So they can also bring that information to theirs as well, because it's really important to get the whole big picture view. Yeah. And that's so important. And I hope we can talk Erebus into doing more of these in the future with us. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, his opinion, his insight to that side that's what i'm saying like to that side of what's happening with that toy is priceless it really really is and and just like you know uh you know one of the things that we did as well with i was just thinking about uh the fuck machine and he likes to use um you know floggers or other implements and things like that 
Um, but sometimes it's kind of hard if he's actively involved with me to be using a flogger or some other kind of tool. But with uh, the fuck machine, you know, it's hands free for both of us. So using some of those impact tools at the same time as, uh, you know, uh, the fuck machine was, that was really fun. I just forgot about that, but that was, that was really fun. Yeah, that's like we talk about on some misses, like layering the scene, mm-hmm. you know, like, like when we first start, you're very excited and you, you do one tool and that's yeah. all you do, you know, and then pretty quick, us some misses, you never can, <laughs> you never know, but we're like, wait a second. And our heads were like, that would be so much better if we had this too, yeah. you know? So that's when most of the time we just say that would have been better if, but mm-hmm. if we sit in our downtime, we talk about yeah. all the time, you know, and just say, Hey, you know, let's layer it with this next mm-hmm. time. It, it is like a, I tell everybody, it's like a theater, like you're working your scene to make it almost perfection, you know, yeah. because, you know, I felt like variety is good, but when you first start out, it's not important. Mm-hmm. You just need to learn your tool and then yeah. add, add and layer your scene. And we talked about with the F machine or the fuck machine, what things did you guys get a chance to layer it what items did you add and what items do you think that would be great to add to it well we uh we used the wand and there was also an attachment that would hold the wand so you could mm-hmm. be hands-free the, we have to tweak the attachment a little bit because it, it didn't work exactly the way we thought but we're still in the process of you know, adapting that one. And also just, like I said, using the uh, impact tools, using, you know, any temperature play during the whole Mm -hmm. thing. And um, we, uh, you know, haven't used any wax play or anything like that while using it. But that is a possibility too, because you are, you know, really hands-free and just the different ways to do the the DP with that machine and the different, I mean, because you can do any different positions. You can be in a chair, you can be, you know, bent over the bed. You can, I mean, because it's so adjustable and you can add so many different elements because we did get the extension rod. There was an extension rod piece, so it made it even longer which gives you a lot more options for positions. Mm-hmm. And real quick, just, I mean, I think I remember this answer from when you guys did the, uh, the zoom meeting, but in, when you say options, so when you're adding that rod, what's the biggest benefit? Uh, distance from the machine. Mm-hmm. So it's not close to your body. So if I need to be closer to her, um, for instance, like you say, a DP, uh, you don't have to worry about your legs hitting the machine or, you know, being too close. So it adds, uh, I believe, I want to say that's 12 inches, uh, an additional 12 inches onto that. And then mm-hmm. there's also that spring attachment, which adds like another three inches. Uh, so you can get pretty far away from the machine because, you know, the, the one thing you don't want to do, obviously, because it, it is open on the side, which is one of the things I, I didn't necessarily like. Uh, you could get fingers caught in the air or whatever, you know, uh, 
you got to be careful with that. But this does get you far away from your body that you can do other things. Yeah. I remember the Zoom meeting and that was another thing that popped into my mind. Like I was talking about the app. I really liked that feature. And when you were showing that extension and how that extension worked and you could put the machine back so her legs weren't on it, yeah, and it, the machine was no longer in the way. And I yeah, just thought, wow, I, I, I don't know if other fuck machines have that or not, but that was a big selling point to me yeah. when you were demonstrating that. Because yeah. that's the last thing that I, I wanted personally for it to really feel mechanical. Like, mm-hmm. even though it is, you know, a machine, but I didn't want my feet and my legs touching the actual metal so it felt mechanical i i wanted the more realistic feel and that extension really gives that right you wanted the feeling of that extra dp or that extra partner but you didn't want to be tangled in bed with the big metal machine you just wanted the dildo (laughs) (laughs) well for most people some people don't know what dp is and we keep saying dp but it's double penetration for people that don't understand what that means but you know here we're all married and monogamous basically. And like, we are always looking for ways to give you the edge without your marriage getting cut. That's kind of mm-hmm. like our little lingo. So, yeah. um, so this is a, another way to get that feeling of having another partner without it hurting mm-hmm. your marriage. Yeah. So just for people that didn't know what the DP was. So Rianne, you said you were talking about positions a minute ago. So I'm wondering if you two have like a favorite position that you use the machine in, like, is there a, is there a go-to setup? I don't even know if go-to setup is the right word. I'd go back to favorite because maybe it's, maybe it's more difficult to get it all in the favorite position, but like, what do you, how do you guys use this machine? What's your favorite way to use a machine? I don't know if we have a favorite, actually. I think it depends on, you know, what I'm thinking that day uh, and what other things I want to fit into the scene. Um, so I don't know if there's a favorite position. We've done it both just her laying on her back on the floor. We've had it in a chair. We've had it on the bed. Uh, you know, so there's a, a number of different ways. Yeah, doggy, doggy. Style, yeah. yeah, There's a number of different ways you can do it. So it just depends on what you're trying to fit in. And, and one of the things I brought up the other night too is, um, you have to keep in mind that no matter what, if you change position, you do have to adjust the machine. Mm-hmm. And that can slow down a scene, which you have to be careful of. Uh, you have to set some expectations, I think, beforehand so that it doesn't take her out of her, her mindset. But mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure we have a favorite. Yeah, I don't think I have a favorite just yet. Yeah, that might change over time, too. And, yeah. and yeah. like it's I said, cool. I have a favorite in my head. You have a fantasy, <laughs> right, right. I have a favorite in my okay. head in the chair backwards. No, yeah. but like that's, you know, like you said, you just have to probably try the machine like mm-hmm. lots and lots of different ways before you have your favorite yeah. way. It truly <laughs> sounds so versatile. Like there's so many different options. When you talk about it, Erbis, that's what I get from you is that there's just so many different ways to use it. It's not just like straight up, put one dildo on. And- no, because that's a good point too, is sometimes during the scene, we may change up the attachments too, depending mm-hmm. on what we're trying to, to simulate. So there's a number of different ones. Some even like, you know, the bad dragon type thing. You can't, in her case, I can't have a lot of movement on that, but enough that, you know, it changes up her mindset again, because, the bad dragons have this fantasy element, right? But mm-hmm. you got to adjust the machine for that. And then maybe we take out and use a different type of dildo 
mm-hmm. uh, for the next part of the scene or a different position or whatever. Um, I think I showed in in the uh, demo then that with that spring, if you have a heavier dildo, sometimes the, the spring is actually is bad because it it'll flex down too much, right? So, for instance, in in doggy style, that doesn't work really well because the spring bends too much. Uh, so it just mm-hmm. depends on what you're trying to do. But yes, it's very very versatile. Yes, and the more you use it, the easier it is to adjust. Okay, she's over there with a the big grin on her face, just like nodding her head at me. <laughs> yeah, I'm when Erebus is speaking. I I've seen now. I mean, yeah, I watch some porn with these machines no, because I have? I have to do my research. <laughs> oh, you and Erebus, I'm researching. Yes. So, like, I've seen a lot of the ladies have it with the spring on the end, and I'm thinking, and the the dildo's kind of soft. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at these videos, I'm like, that doesn't even look like that would feel good you know, when I've watched that before. So, but I think what you're saying is they have the springs on the end. Yes. And you can have the spring and sometimes the spring is nice depending on what, what attachment you've got on right. it because it makes it feel a little more realistic because it has some play. Unlike a solid, mm-hmm. you know, metal shaft, it mm-hmm. then again seems more mechanical, but it, mm-hmm. it just depends on what attachment you're using. Yes. Yeah. I can see that. Yep. My biggest fantasies, I think, in having one would be to be manipulating or penetrating LK while then I can, like our scenes, I want to have a challenge for her, right? So I can mm-hmm. be doing other things and challenge her while she's. Yeah, he loves to tighten the used. ship so tight that he'll slowly release things because mm-hmm. I'll be pent up to the point. Where you yeah. think you're going to come out of your skin. But your I mind's got to be totally <laughs> in it. Like, that's the whole idea, yeah. right? Yeah. So Directions and orgasm mm-hmm. control. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All of that mm-hmm. wonderful stuff. I love these conversations. Like, I almost can't, no offense, I almost can't wait to get over so I can take LK downstairs and we can talk about this <laughs> yeah. Keep do, talking, guys. Keep talking. We can do more research. <laughs> Speaking oh, of yeah. research... If you at this point, because I think you've used this thing plenty, and again, like I think you put it through its paces, Erebus. I think you look at it and try to figure out every way possible to to make it suit your purpose, which is incredible. If you could walk into the Highsmith R and D department today and say, "I would like to see this," what would it be? What would you add to your fuck machine if 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 you're reengineering? Yeah, you know, use you know, what would your ultimate machine look like? Yeah, but just wonder how how could they make this any better? And then Rianne can add what she would like it to feel like. Uh, I think feeling wise, yeah, I think it does really well. I, I, the couple things that I would do differently, I guess, is uh, right now you have to manually adjust the legs, right up and down. It would be very oh, yeah. very cool if there was uh, a mechanical way of doing that too, right? So maybe another motor that tilts the back or front up and down. So you don't actually have to go manually adjust it. I think that would be awesome. Uh, and then again, for the safety, I think it'd be really good to put some kind of guard over that open mechanical arm, uh, just for the safety of it. Cause you know, when you're in the heat of battle, you may or may not realize and maybe mm-hmm. walk into it or again, put your finger in or even just lean back or something. Uh, yeah. I'd like your finger. I'm, I'm thinking of something else might get caught well, in it. Yeah, like, doing a deep, doing a DP or something. It's like, yeah, 
But, you know, I mean, those are the things. I think if there's a, a quick way to adjust it without having to go and stop and, you know, unscrew yeah. it and then lower it and, you know. So if there's a way to do that mechanically, which I think they could, uh, have to add a couple more motors on it. But I think that would be awesome. It, yeah, it would increase the price, I'm sure, by a oh, lot. Yeah. But that would be very convenient. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, that, that thing looks like it just comes right off the legs. It looks like they could probably create a stand, a different stand mm-hmm. mechanism where you could take the current Highsmith that you have yep. and just put it right on a different stand, <laughs> like an option, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great suggestion. Like I said, you've spent, I would say a small fortune on toys, but I don't even think I can put the word small in there anymore. I think you've spent a fortune on toys. <laughs> you just don't throw money at anything. You're always doing the research and no. stuff. So we talked about in the beginning of this podcast that this is probably one of the single big biggest expenses mm-hmm. on a, on a toy. I mean, I think a lot of us have furniture. Now we have armoires, we have things that did cost a lot of money, but for mm-hmm. a toy, this is way off the chart of probably what I've spent on a toy. So I'm wondering now that you've used it, when you look at like a price versus pleasure as -hmm. an investment, is this a good investment? Well, it's interesting that you would ask that because initially, like she said, initially when we first tested it, it was quite quite frankly, it was very, very mechanical, very utilitarian to, to see the form and function of this thing. And she really didn't like it at first. But what we realize, and what I always tell her with any of the the toys we get is, you can't take it on the very first test, right? You can't make your opinion on that. So let's run it through its paces a little more. Uh, Now that we've done that and Mm -hmm. we've adjusted for her in, you know, physical uh, needs and wants, uh, yeah, I would easily buy another one of these. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's pretty powerful, I think. Yeah. And it makes me feel as a consumer that we haven't got one yet, makes me feel like, um, you know, like, okay, it's going to be worth it. It's not going to just sit in my closet. Exactly. But it also sounds, Erebus, like if if I would kind of paraphrase what you were saying, it also sounds like it's going to be what you make it. If you just pull it out of the box, plug it in, turn it on, it's going to be mechanical. But if you really start thinking about Mm -hmm. it, like outside of the box, like you are. That you can really make it spectacular. Yeah. Like he said, using his bad dragons, like probably a lot of people would not think about using that together. So it makes me feel like, wow, that's a, this. Okay. This investment's going to be okay. Yeah, exactly. And just doing the, the troubleshooting just to personalize it. And when it really is personal to you, then it creates a really really exciting scene because then um because he sees that i'm enjoying it more and he comes up with so many ways just to make the the fuck machine just work really really well it's very exciting and he is the king of the mind fuck so you never know what's going to happen during which i love I love right, and that's the right. whole that's the whole idea is we've yeah. all been married for a, quite a few years and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, I know what he's thinking. I know what he's going to do next. But that's what makes this dynamic mm-hmm. so cool is we give them permission to be like, hey, take that part of you mm-hmm. and build it and grow in it. And I don't want to know no. what you're thinking. I nope. don't want to know what you're going to do. I want it to be exciting and new and fresh. And I don't want to know. Yep. So that's exactly how I feel. Yeah. It's like you do get a whole nother partner 
but it's the person you trust to take you on mm-hmm. the journey that isn't going to drop you or hurt you. Yeah. That's very That's true. the magic. That's it the magic. It is the I magic. I was surprised also during the Zoom chat how many people already have them. Yeah. Um, because I I don't. I guess it surprises me since I don't have one. Maybe I don't. I don't know. But uh, it almost sounds like it would be great to have a Husdom thing where it's like how to get started using a fuck machine. Yeah, almost. that would be a great thing for Husdom to do. Yeah, how how to get it set up? How to try some different positions and things like that? Attachments. Yeah. So and you teach. Find the pleasure in it. You know, have your yeah. own little workshop over there. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. Hmm. I'll have to find somebody that hmm. might be interested huh. in that. Anyways. Yeah. Hmm. I have to give that some Somebody thought. that just is very natural. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I'll think about that, I guess. Okay. <laughs> wink, wink. Wink, wink. Wink, Yep. Yeah. All right. I'm going to put you guys on the spot right here before we wrap this up, I think. Okay. Are you ready? Yep. So I'm just curious. It seemed like it was uh, from a viewer or participant of the video chat, it just seemed like it went really well. It was spectacular having the dominance point of view on the toy mm-hmm. and kind of the research and kind of the concerns, like the mm-hmm. how I chose this. And also from that perspective of using the toy. And then we have the recipient's perception of the toy, right? Like this is, this is what I thought of it. These are adjustments we made or... Mm-hmm. Or whatever. So it seemed really cool. You guys seem really natural working together, which you should. I mean, you've been married for a long time. Uh-huh. <laughs> you've seen so. together. You get along. So I'm just curious, uh, Rihanna, I don't know if there'd be any room in there, but Erebus, I'm wondering if, if you're interested, if you had a good time doing this, if you'd be interested in maybe doing more couples chats in the future on like toy reviews. Well, I, I guess I might be. Uh, I'll make uh, it worth your yeah. while, sir. <laughs> I, I could maybe be convinced. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, the Husdom's expanded knowledge on the other side. Once maybe we do our workshop on our side, they mm-hmm. can then on Husdom go back and like do the reworking of the fuck machine and talk about the attachments and how uh, Sir Erebus took it and, you know, made it special to them and then mm-hmm. actually physically show the other Husdom's those ideas. And they could bring their own machines and, you know, talk it through with Airbus since he's got the great engineer mind. Not all of us have that. That's a special yeah. gift. I yeah, even mean on future toys. Yeah. Like bad dragon dildos Any, or whatever. Like these, these are my concerns. As an example, but yeah. all of them. Well, yeah, so. I, I'm all about, you know, the pleasure. How's it going to feel? And I get excited about something. And, and so what goes on behind the scenes, he's researching, he's looking up. You know, like all the mechanics, the materials and, you know, what would possible pain points be for me and, you know, um, any allergies, any other issues, that kind of thing. And so he does all that. And I'm just like, come on, you know, give me some more. <laughs> I'm chasing the O here, I think. But, you know. Mm-hmm. Sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chasing the O or trying to fight the O off is usually yeah. my thing is I'm yeah. trying to fight it off. Mm-hmm. So, yes. So is there anything you guys would add to this whole fuck machine thing that we haven't asked or we haven't covered here today? Is there anything you guys would recommend or suggestions to people? Well, just like anything else, I think, you know, this is my opinion and my research, but obviously go out and research for yourself, right? 
spend a little time because if you're going to spend this kind of money, I think you owe it to mm-hmm. yourself to do exactly that. Because um, maybe the things I like in this, maybe you won't, right? Mm-hmm. Or maybe you don't want to have an app and you don't want it that complex. You just want something simple and this is what we do with it. So I would encourage anybody, take a look at them. Take a look at the different machines out there. There's mm-hmm. There are knockoffs of the Highsmith, by the way. Uh, I didn't find them as durable, but they are a little cheaper. So mm-hmm. maybe, you know, you balance the the value for functionality or something, right? So mm-hmm. I think it behooves everyone. If you're going to do any of this, go out and look it up yourself. Go out and do a little bit of research mm-hmm. and, and see what you find. Yep. And just okay. practice, practice, practice. Keep using it. <laughs> that's my research. <laughs> right, right. And that's with like any toy. Sometimes people will try it once and kind of have a bad experience. Yeah. And I know recently there's been other subs that have told me I've done, we did this and it was, we didn't have a great experience and they're kind of like put off by it. But, mm-hmm. you know, like keep trying, you know, yeah. like your one experience shouldn't define all your experiences, yeah. you know? Well, there's so many variables when you're trying these things too, because again, maybe it just, that toy, whatever it is, didn't fit in your scene right. Maybe you didn't think it through. Maybe maybe she had things on her mind. Maybe you had things on your mind. It, it just didn't work that time. Give it two or three times mm-hmm. before you write something off. Yeah. And, I mean, that's well, the way we look at it. Well, because just like with the, the fuck machine, the type of lube you use oh, yeah. is crucial. Like using anal lube, no matter what, how we were using the fuck machine, is the was the best. And you just have to have it right there, use a lot of it, and it just has to be really good lube. That was our experience. And once we, you know, really worked through that, it was, it totally changed it. Yeah, I mean, super important advice there. That's mm-hmm. great. You know, you try and use that type of lube mm-hmm. when you're using the machine, the anal lube that's, that's of course, water-based because yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. if you're using silicone toys, you don't want to use silicone yep. uh, lube. Nope. And Erebus, that was crazy. It almost sounded like you were saying that uh, as a dominant, if you try it once, you should like take ownership of something that may not work out that great, especially since we're not experienced with it and don't know how to use it and try it at least three times. Is that what you said? Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that you said give it to her three times. I was like, oh, <laughs> I like that. Yeah, that's that's a submissive's perspective. Yes, but as a dominant, <laughs> I think you're you're exactly right on there, Mr. Fox. I think, listen, as dominants, we do have to take ownership. We are supposed to be the leaders in this relationship, and you also have to take accountability. Maybe you didn't do it right that time. Mm-hmm. Try it again, right? Right. And it's not a failure. I mean, you've never used no. one before. So how do you know right. what's right or wrong? Right. Like you should go back, reevaluate in your mind, downtime, and, what worked, what didn't readjust. And your attitude was crucial in the whole experience because since I didn't have, when we first used it, you know, this mind blowing experience, it was a letdown and I was all bummed and he just took control of the, the whole situation and said, no, don't worry about it. This is, we're just working things out. We'll try this. We'll try that. And then afterwards, we just talked about the whole thing and kind of brainstormed. And he wasn't, you know, uh, let down at all by the experience. He says, I'm, you know, we'll figure it out. 
and that's why I'm here. And I was, that made me feel really good. So I didn't feel hopeless or like, you know, we wasted a whole bunch of money. And how do you, how do you feel about the fuck machine today, Ryan? Oh, I, I really love it. It's, I mean, all the things that he did to work around my specific issues, it took all of that away. My mindset is completely different from the start of using it now. It's, I'm in a total different mindset and it's very exciting. I, I absolutely love it. So in, in my mind right now, we probably just covered the absolute most important lesson of the day that doesn't even have to do with fuck machines. It's what you just said, Erebus, that, you know, out of the box, it may not work out the way that I wanted it to. Just relax. We're going to give this a chance. I'm going to reevaluate. I'm going to find different ways to use this. And it turns out mm-hmm. to be the mind blowing, incredible fuck machine that you or experience that you thought it was yep. going to be. So like for dominants that are listening to this, I think right now, whether mm-hmm. it's a fuck machine or a different dildo or whatever, like Erebus just put his finger right on probably the most important thing you could get from this entire podcast. And that is to do downtime, ask the mm-hmm. questions, you know, what did you like? What didn't you like to reevaluate, to look at what you have? How can you re-engineer it? How can you set up differently? How can you put it into your scene and make it flow better? So it's kind of, it's kind of up to the dominant and maybe, mm-hmm. maybe you wouldn't have found the solution, right? Maybe it's just not the toy for you, but just to discount it after the one time isn't the right path either, or you would have never found the experience that you're having today. Yes, that's very true. Yeah. And we talk about have play time versus scene time, you know? Mm-hmm. So when you first get the machine, you're so excited, you rip it out of the box and like, you're so mm-hmm. excited about it, play with it. Like, I'm not even saying, you know, get penetrative with it, but like really both of you just sit and get the idea of what it doing before you actually try and use it in a scene yeah so you know that helps a lot too i think about you know don't just set your mind on pull it out of the box and then have a scene and not play with it beforehand because that tends to be the issue a lot of subs say well we tried it and i'm like well did you try it in play before you actually yeah seen with it and it was the most of the time it's like no he bought it as a surprise and then we got it out and we used it and kind of like that. And mm-hmm. then I'm like, okay, well, play with it. Like play with a little bit, yep. get the whole idea of the machine before you put it into play, into scene. So, yep. and that's exactly perfect. what Erebus did, you know, because me, I'm all filled with emotion and everything else. I'm like, oh, get it out. This is going to be, you know, just spectacular, mind blowing. And he's like, okay, we have to figure out all the logistics because it's still a mechanical piece and you could injure yourself. So you have to be careful in that regard. But he just, he took the lead. He had it all under control, made me feel so much better. And if it wasn't for that, I, yeah, that would have been a real letdown. But we turned it around and made lemonade, right? Yep. Yeah. And the best, lemonade the hard lemonade the hard Hard lemonade lemonade. (laughs) take lemons and make hard lemonade i like that erebus is hard lemonade (laughs) (laughs) i like it perfect and and the last kind of like little key thing that i took from the chat that was so funny was you know i was talking about the force because i had watched the porns with the 
dildos and how it didn't seem like they were getting a lot of thrust to it or whatever. So that was my concern. And it was funny because I mentioned that and Rian's like, oh, yeah, there's a lot of force. The force of the machine was good. So I was like, at the end, I was like, we got to. I forgot to do it on the chat, but I was like, I was going to tell everybody, may the force be with you. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> for all us Star Wars fanatics that yep. are you out there, you know. Machine, it'll be with you. <laughs> <laughs> so. All right. I want to thank you guys for first coming on and doing the Zoom chat. And again, I can't express how professional I think that whole Zoom chat looked. I think you guys did an amazing job. And uh, it looked like you'd done it 20 times or 30 times. I mean, you just did a terrific job. I thank you guys for that. Thank you guys for everything thank else you. that you do for us. And most especially, thank you guys for this podcast coming on. And I know you guys are extremely busy. You're not even at home right now. You're out of town. So I can't thank you enough for taking the time out to share this with all the listeners. Yeah, it's pri- it's really priceless. It's it's golden yeah. material. Yeah. And I also want to say, hopefully, I, hopefully you guys don't mind this either. I'm sure that you don't. But uh, if you guys have questions, I mean, Erebus has really done his research and he's also used a fuck machine already more than anybody else that I know. So he's got more experience using it, comes from an engineering background, and mm-hmm. has done tireless research on it. So if you guys have a question, have a suggestion, anything, you want to make any comment, you can go to Erebus. Um, he's part of our community, obviously, but you can contact him directly or even in the BDSM channel within our Discord app. When you sign up for Hazan, there's also a community that you can go to. You can message him through there if you have any comments or questions or anything like that that he might want to answer. And if you don't belong to the community, you can also go to this podcast episode website page and you can ask questions or comments there. And the same goes for the ladies. Subrianne is in all of those same places. You could contact her via Discord and their appropriate, probably labeled BDSM channel on Discord. Yes. Um, within the community, same thing, send her a private message. Yes, we have a workshop group that yep. you can join within some misses. So she posted about, you know, the chat and then she also, you know, everybody adds to that mm-hmm. and puts in their reviews of their machines. So it's not just Highsmith, there's other machines in there reviewed. Yep. Again, if you're not a member of submisses and you want to make a comment or ask a question, you can go to the podcast episode again and uh, ask questions in there. Perfect. Well, thank you guys so much. We look forward to the next toy chat. Is it every month, every other month? Yes, we do it every month. Okay. Um, Mm -hmm. Rianne is kind enough to give us her time to review something for us every month. And sometimes we we do toys specifically. A lot of the time that's what we do. But then we also, um, she also shares her experiences um, in like when we had masturbation month, you know, Mm -hmm. how to masturbate for your sir and just, you know, we give pointers to and play and ideas because, you know, everybody needs a little help in that department to keep it fresh. Yeah, so, I love it. Yeah, it's not just toys. A lot of time it is, but then mm-hmm. we also give ideas. Yeah, ideas about scening at home, for instance, and things you can use at home and a whole lot of things. Yeah, multidimensional. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys again. Thank you so much. And I hope uh, you guys have a nice rest of your trip. Yes, thank please you. do. And get back safe. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, guys. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.